Welcome to Zenergy, the interactive podcast providing resources for building a better life. I am Zenashe. I'm your conduit, your coach, and your catalyst to that better life. A coach draws out hidden potential in a subject. A conduit provides a connection and a catalyst sparks change. So I am here today with Leotis Ray. And he is one of my Facebook friends that I'm going to connect you guys with today. But I knew him before Facebook because I met him actually at the Shrine of the Black Madonna. Yes, yes. Yes. Like two years ago almost. And um, well, it wasn't last year because, you know, nothing was happening at the, at the Shrine, you know, You're right. You're for right. most of the year. You're right. It had to be the year before. And so, you know, he has been, God bless you. Thank you. He has been running his business. And every time I see him on Facebook, he is jet setting off to another (laughs) fabulous destination. I'm so envious of his uh, (laughs) lifestyle of traveling, this traveling man. And also, you know, I love people who are doing things in the community. And I know that he has a great group called Real Men Talk, the Real Men Talk Show. And, you know, anything that can bring our black community together, that can give the brothers, you know, an outlet and positive uh, reinforcement, mentorship, you know, I'm for all of those things. So, so I wanted to thank you for being on this energy show. Oh, thank you for inviting me on this energy show. Thank you. (laughs) Oh, you're welcome. You're welcome. And so I met you, like I said, two years ago when I was doing live shows, I am still doing live shows. Um, so I have one coming up on February uh, the 19th and you came and you displayed some wonderful CBD products for us. And so what was your journey to kind of getting into your business? That actually is a great question because it's uh, as a, a three part question. And I will go and go back as far as when I started doing Herbalife. Um, I started selling Herbalife, trying to get healthy, um, learning more about health and wellness. And I never forget Dr. Africa rested. So when I was selling my Herbalife products at the Shrine of the Black Madonna, I remember Dr. Africa came to my table and picked up one of my products and just started reading it. He didn't say nothing. He just started reading it. Uh-huh. He said, okay, he put it down and walked away. And I picked up the thing. I'm like, what the hell is he reading? And I started reading the same thing he was reading. I'm like, oh. It didn't behold me. It didn't, it didn't dawn on me then that the product I was selling wasn't really herbal products. Ah. But once again, the company name is Herbal Life. So I'm like, oh, wow, this is interesting because a lot of these products in here are not natural products. Mm-hmm. So because of that, I took a step further and me and my girl, we decided we wanted to go down to Dr. Sabi's Village um, due to some um, issues she was dealing with, as well as some things I was dealing with, went down there and just opened up a whole new world when it came to health and wellness and herbs. Um, so because of that, that ended up getting me into the CBD industry. Um, I was totally against CBD and cannabis because I was in the military, so I didn't have no desire to even partake in that. But um, after going through some issues and the military wanted to put me on all these other medications after coming back from the war, um, dabbled into the cannabis and realized how beneficial it was. And that's when I dabbled into the CBD because it had even more benefits. So we was one of the very first few um, that I know of black couples that started selling CBD back in 2017, 2018 until they demonized it. And when they somewhat demonized it, we kind of pulled back. And from there, that's when I went online and started retailing my products online and educating um, the community about the benefits of CBD. So that's how I ended up getting into CBD and ended up meeting you 
And thankfully, you invited me and my girl out to your amazing poetry show. <laughs> and I was able to go out there and display as well as retail and educate people on the benefits of CBD. So I want to thank you for that because you actually opened up that door to help other people to be exposed to it because it's still a challenge today to educate people and talk about CBD because uh, it's a misconception that it's marijuana, which is not marijuana, but they have two different benefits, but have major benefits to the body. Yeah, you know, um, I had never really heard of it until I actually went to the shrine and I saw people selling it. And, you know, I tried some gummies and I tried, I actually tried hair oil. Wow. Yeah, I actually bought um, some CBD hair oil because I decided to go natural last year. So I actually, it'll be a year for me on the 20th. Good February. job. Good job. Thank you. And I love yeah. it. I love Thank it. You. Thank you. And so um, I actually, this is, uh, this hair is all new hair. Like I literally cut, well, I didn't cut it all. I didn't do the big chop. Okay. I cut it in three stages and I braided my hair mostly where it was cut. So like you would see like the back was completely braided because I had cut all the hair off on the back. One side would be braided because I had cut all the hair off on that side. The other side would be braided, you know, so I kind of did it in stages. And um, and so the CBD oil was supposed to help my hair grow, which I believe it really did, because, you know, my hair, if I were to straighten it like with a flat iron, is actually longer now in one year than it was in 50 years or whatever oh, wow. of being, yeah, of being with relaxers. So, um, so my hair has grown a lot just in one year of being natural, you know, so, and, and I tried a little bit of the, I guess you have joint oil, you know, so I've tried that. So I've tried a little bit of CBD, you know, and, and I've seen some benefits of it. You know, I wanted to bring out that I think that when we decide to get healthy, there is a commitment to it, you know, and in that commitment, we have to expose ourselves to new things because we all have a comfort zone of what we're used to. Right. And when you were telling your story, I saw that you moved out of your comfort zone and you began to kind of take off some of the prejudices that you had had previously. Such as? Yeah. And, and, and then kind of research, you know, open up your mind to different things. And, and I think that that's a powerful testimony because, you know, even though we are, however, I don't know how old you are. I'm 50, you know what I'm saying? But I find myself having to relearn and unlearn things that I've been taught um, that people said weren't good for me, but they turned out to be good for me. Right. You know? right, right. And, and I, I see that parallel with, with what you're saying about, CBD kind of, you know, how people have demonized, like people have demonized natural hair, you know what I'm saying? And said, oh, you're not going to be able to be professional. You're not going to, you know, all these different things, you know, men aren't going to like it. They're, you know, whatever, you know? And, and then I had to say, mm, I don't agree with that. I have had that fear all my life, but I'm going to put that fear aside. And I see kind of that same thing with you that you have been told certain things, but you decided to research it on your, on, on your own and come to your own conclusions. It's funny that you say that because me and my kids, we go back and forth with that because they like that. You taught us something completely different when we was kids. Now you're telling us something different. And I tell them, hey, some of the things that was taught to me, it was wrong. I didn't know it was wrong. My mother, they didn't know it was wrong. My grandma didn't know it was wrong. So I'm just trying to, you know, break the curse and break the chain. So when you know better, like they say, you do better. 
So that's why I'm doing what I'm doing. And I can't do what I used to do because I realize it's not right. And um, that goes back to the, as you say, the getting out your comfort zone and just trying new things. And sometimes that's what you have to do. Um, even when you listen to scientists, I remember Dr. Savi had made a comment. He said, you know, after a while, you'll start contradicting yourself. Mm. The more and more you do research, you find out other things. Mm. Now, if you realize a lot of people be talking about Dr. Savi's list is completely different because the more and more he researched, he researched, realized some of the stuff wasn't good that he thought was good. Mm. And that goes back to, I think, just what our journey. The more you research, you find out. Like I had a friend that's crazy. Um, she called me because um, she's trying to get away from all the sugary drinks. Mm-hmm. She sent me a picture of Minute Maid Zero. Hmm. I told her it's good, but I don't drink it. She's like, why not? It don't have no sugar. And I said, but it, got, it has aspartame in it. Mm-hmm. And aspartame is not good. So that kind of baffled her. But once again, I said not to discredit you, discourage you. I just don't do it because I know what aspartame does to the body is not good to the body. So that can be another form of contradiction. But once again, it don't have no sugar in it. She's right. And it is a sweet drink. But it's another molecule in there. I'm going to say it's a man-made molecule, actually. as aspartame, but once you do the research on aspartame, it has a lot of bad things for the body. Mm. Yeah, I, you know, I hear, uh, I'm an educator. Yes. And I teach my students that there is what you've heard and there's what you know because you've done the research. Right. Those are two different things. Right. And we have to be... Um, I I feel that you have to have a commitment as an intelligent, educated person to constantly be researching. And as you said, to be willing to even contradict yourself. You know, a lot of people are like, oh, I I don't want to contradict myself because people are going to think I'm wishy-washy. No, people are going to think that you've learned something and that you are actually coming back and saying, hey, what I told you previously isn't exactly what I've learned to be true now. And that's okay to learn. Learning is a good thing. You know, I think we should have a commitment to being lifelong learners. That's one of my one of my things that I've committed to, you know, and and I feel like anybody that I want to have in my circle, I want them to be committed to being lifelong learners, you know, reading, uh, researching things, finding out whether what they believe is actually true or whether it's just something somebody told them that that person thought that could be false. You know, so I, I like that you've done your research. So, so where where were some of the places? Were you going to Dr. Sabi's books? Were you going to other people? Like, if somebody wanted to do some of the research that you've done, what would you suggest that they? Where would you suggest they start? That's a good question. One one thing I would say: first thing you need to start, you need to start first of all with yourself. Okay. Everything starts with yourself. When I got on this journey, it was all about self-development. And from self-development, it just started leading me down to other roads. And that's how I ended up going down to Dr. Sabi's village, um, listening to Dr. Africa, um, listen to some of the some of the greats when it comes to health and wellness. And I'm still, I'm still <laughs> learning. I'm I'm still uh, uh, a work in itself. Uh, but as far as the books, I would say definitely Dr. Africa got an amazing book. Um um, and I got it on my shelf. It's called African Holistic Health. As a matter of fact, let me show you. It's two books I actually recommend. Okay. And I know a lot of people are very visual, so I want you to see um, African African Holistic Health. 
a very is it's almost like a Bible. It has a lot of good reading there. Also, it's another one I recommend called Back to Eden. Ah. All these have a lot of good stories, and not so much stories, but it has recipes, it has formulas, it talks about the various herbs. Um, one thing people don't realize a lot of the medicine that we're taking, they're nothing but herbs. And they taking these herbs and put them in mixed them with chemicals, and now they're mixed with chemicals. Now you got the side effects coming from the chemicals. But most of the medicine we take are nothing but herbs. Um, and so when you start doing the research and start realizing the benefits of the herbs, uh, it's a little different than commercial medicine. Sometimes they take a little slower to work, but they're more safe. Uh, so them the two books I definitely would recommend. And I will tell you, start just self-developing yourself. Um, one thing I did last year was started breaking some of the habits that I had. And one of the habits I had was just getting up um, and, and not being productive. Mm. Um, so now I'm making a point to get up in the morning, work out. If I'm not working out, I'm meditating. If I'm not meditating, I'm doing something that's productive. Once I started breaking some of them habits, I was starting to able to go to another level and do other things. So yeah. it goes back to just breaking habits. And i never forget, I was listening to um, Tony Busby, out of all people. <laughs> uh, he was running for mayor here in Houston. He had recommended this book, and it's called, um, I think, Breaking Bad Habits. And once I realized some of the bad habits I had, like, for example, Zen, I get up in the morning, pick up this phone. And before you know it, I didn't waste 45 minutes checking emails, Facebook and Instagram. I'm still working on that. though. <laughs> so now when I get up, instead of me doing that, I probably take check a couple of emails and I get on my Robin Hood and look at how the stock market do it and see what stocks I want to move around. But I'm trying to always do something that's more productive. But this actually can really slow you up if you don't pay attention. So now. I try to just get up and do probably about 15, 20 minutes and put it down and get going my day. If not, you can find yourself wasting an hour, two hours messing with that phone. You know, I just finished reading a book that I have recommended on my podcast several times. It's called uh, The Five Second Rule. And basically, um, this woman was having a lot of problems with her life. She was having a lot of problems getting started. And one day she saw a rocket blast off on TV and she saw the countdown. To, you know, the five, four, three, two, one. And she was having a lot. She was really depressed. Okay. So every morning she was getting up late because she kept getting the snooze because she didn't want to start her day. And she told herself when she saw that rocket blast off tomorrow, when the alarm goes off, I'm going to say five, four, three, two, one, and I'm going to blast myself out the bed. And when the alarm went off, she counted down five, four, three, two, one, and she got up. And it was, it was life changing for her because she had been struggling to get up and get out on time. Cause basically when she started late, it just set up a cascade of events yes. of her having a bad day. Yes. So she did some research on it. And she found that when you know that you should do something good, your mind actually will talk you out of it within five to 10 seconds. Because your mind likes to be comfortable. Like if you're in bed, your mind wants you to stay in bed because you're comfortable. You know what I mean? Uh, whatever you have a comfort zone of, your mind likes that because it feels it's safe and anything else is a risk. And, you know, we have been geared to survive, you know, survival instinct, which means risk is a risk, literally a risk. Our body and our mind thinks of it as possibly leading to death, not just a little tiny risk, but something catastrophic. And so she said the science behind it is that basically when you start counting down, your mind is not used to going backwards. So it interrupts that, 
that that worry, that thought pattern of doubt, it interrupts that long enough for you to act. And another thing that she said was exactly what you were talking about, about when you first wake up. She said that science says that when you first wake up, the first hour or two that you're up is actually your best thinking time because you're most rested, you're most relaxed, and you can actually get more done. So she basically um, encourages people to take 30 minutes when they first get up to plan their day and get their mind in the right, you know, positive vibration, whatever it is, meditation, affirmations, whatever, 30 minutes where they're not doing the phone, you know, in fact, she she doesn't even have her phone on her nightstand. She puts it in her bathroom. You know, so that when she wakes up and she hits the alarm, she she you know, she will leave it in the bathroom in her cabinet, her bathroom cabinet, and then go make her coffee, get her planner out, plan her day for 30 minutes. And then after that 30 minutes, once she's decided the focus for her day, what she's gonna do for her day, then she'll pick up the phone. But by that time, she's already kind of planned out how she's going to do things, right? And right. she's already set an agenda for the day that's going to put her pro top priorities somewhere on that day so that she doesn't end up getting lost in the minutia of the day. And so I kind of adopted that um, on Saturdays and Sundays, I do an hour. You know, the first hour of the day is just thinking, meditating with my planner, my journal. You know, I have that Zenergize Your Life goal setting packet. So I, I work on that sometimes. But I have gotten so much done because that first hour, just really focusing on what I want to get accomplished, what I need to do that day, getting my mind right, you know, all of that. And I've been doing affirmations every morning for like two years and that has wow. totally changed my mindset. Wow. Yeah, totally. You know, I get up and I hit um, YouTube right. and I hit affirmations. You know, I have this whole playlist of affirmations that I listen to. So I, I've been doing that for two no, it's like three years now, about three and a half years. And that's totally, totally changed my mindset. So, so, you know, those are some things that I know have changed me. And, and again, you want to talk about moving away from, you know, I know that you had mentioned you wanted to talk about moving forward. You know, when I used to get up, I used to be stressed. I used to be worried. I used to be thinking about the, the, the long to-do list I had. And I had, um, I heard one affirmation say, the very first thing you should do when you wake up in the morning is smile. Mm. Just smile. Just something as simple as smiling the very first thing when you wake up, it'll actually change your whole physiology. It'll make you relax. It'll make you think of, so. what am I? Because the first thing your brain will think is, what are you smiling for? And then it'll start to think of all the good things. Well, you woke up this morning. The birds are singing outside. Oh, you can go have a nice cup of coffee. Oh, this bed is warm, but you're going to get out of it and go have a great day. You know, So you, your mind is looking for a reason that you're smiling. And because it's looking for a reason that you're smiling, you find reasons that you're smiling. And it makes you think of the positive things, whether it's something small or something big, you know? So it's, it's, it's really powerful. Yeah. That's one thing I'm working on is the affirmation part. Um, that's very powerful. And I'm, I'm working on trying to incorporate that as well as the meditation. Meditation is something new. Uh, my son been telling me for years, dad, you need to meditate. You need to meditate because he meditates all the time. And I would say since I've been meditating, 
it's crazy because you actually can see your dreams and your goals. It's almost like you can reach them. And I've been writing a book on me raising three kids while in the military. And pretty much the book is done. My goal was to have it done by February 1st. Mm. And it's like 90% done. Uh, tomorrow I got to do some writing because I didn't write today, but it's 90% done. But it's, it's pretty much been 90% done for the last seven days. And that goes back to the goal setting and the meditating. Once I started meditating, it's almost like they say the eye of the tiger. It wasn't nothing that really was distracting me. So I like what you said about the affirmation. I'm including the affirmation. I think that is very powerful with the meditation and breaking those bad habits you're talking about. I like that. Yeah, because, you know, for me, if when I first get up and I just hit that playlist while I'm brushing my teeth, washing my face, doing everything, I'm hearing, I'm hearing, I'm hearing it. And what I've noticed is it used to be when something bad would happen. I would start thinking about, oh, my God, this happened. Oh, what's going to happen next? And no, 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 no. You know, bad things coming three. All this stuff that you've been told, right? right. Now when something bad happens, it's almost like, oh, that's a setback. But I, I know my destination. It's like those affirmations come up. You know, there is no loss in divine mind is one of the ones right. that I've heard. You know, um, any obstacle any obstacle becomes my friend. You know, it's a golden link in the chain of my good. Woo, that's powerful. <laughs> that, that obstacle is a link in the chain of my good. It's just linking me to something good coming. Oh my gosh. When I first heard that one, I was like, whoo, okay, I'll, I'll take that, you know? So it was a beautiful, it was a beautiful, just this, those images. And the thing I love about some affirmations is the brain thinks in pictures. So when I thought of a golden link in the chain of my good, I literally saw links, you know, connecting me to something good, you know, like whatever it was right. down there. And those links were strong and they were gold. They were like, you know, like gold chains, you know, like links. And that that was the image that popped in my head. So that was such a visual image that whenever an obstacle happens, it's like that pops in my head. And it's like, wow, OK, I got I got another link to whatever's coming. You know, something good is coming. So, so I definitely, you know, changing your mindset, opening up possibilities. I think when you're talking about researching and learning how to heal yourself naturally, you know, one of the things that you're doing is you're taking the limitations off because science, Western science, I'll put it like that, will tell us the only way to get healed is to go to the doctor, get a shot, get a pill. And there have been people who have been healing themselves through meditation, you know, through, through um, you know, Reiki, through herbs, through all kinds of different things, acupuncture, you know, they've been, they've been learning reflexology and, and stimulating different parts of the body through massage. All of this stuff is considered alternative medicine but it's been around longer than Western medicine and it has a longer track record, yeah. you know, and now science is, is coming up and saying, Hmm, there's a lot of benefits to meditation. Now they're saying it, you know, there's a lot of benefits to, to, you know, mindful breathing before they were like, why are these people doing all these deep breathing? Breathe. No, there's, there's different ways you can breathe that can actually help you heal. They learned that with Lamaze, but then they didn't think about any other way it could be, you know, done. So they're going to teach pregnant women how to breathe to help them with pain. But the rest of us, 
who aren't pregnant can't learn how to breathe better. You know, so I, I think that it's really great when you're researching and opening yourself up to herbs and other ways of healing the body naturally, because there's so much out there. And I love that you showed those books so people can actually read them for themselves and, and, you know, learn more about all these alternative things that our ancestors knew about, you know, for thousands of years. Right. Right. Um, and, and I agree with you on that. Um, you was talking about the books and actually let me, and I'm a very visual person. <laughs> uh, in regards to, um, like you was talking about the products, um, in regards to like the CBD, this is a CBD salve. And I'm showing you all this because what uh, Sister Zen I say was talking about with this CBD product that I have, and you can go to HoustonCBD.com. With the different type of products she was talking about, mine is very unique because it has a lot of natural ingredients in it, such as St. John's Worth, um, lavender, beeswax, um, geranium, um, some other stuff. I can't remember everything that we have actually put in there. Hemp infused coconut oil, um, mica, uh, methyl, uh, but everything, rosemary, a lot of things that we have in here with the CBD is all natural ingredients. If you do the research on all these ingredients I just named, they have so many benefits to the body. Yeah. And as Sister Zen stated, this is stuff that's been around for thousands of years. Now, once again, we live in, as you say, the Western world, which is a whole nother conversation where things are pretty much dumbed down and experiment with it for them to only come back years later to deem it to be the greatest thing, you know, since sliced bread. But this stuff has been around years. Um, I remember being in Germany when I first came in the military more than 20 years ago. All we talked about was wanting to go to Amsterdam. Hmm. You know anything about Amsterdam? Amsterdam been doing and selling weed for the longest. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and it's natural over there. But only here in America where it's demonized and considered a drug and it's not really a drug because it's a, it's a earthly product that's on the earth. It's not man-made. So it goes back to, you know, as you stated, um, with the breathing techniques, everything that they stated wasn't right. And now all of a sudden it's right. But that's a whole nother conversation itself. But here in America, a lot of things is not taught right. You go to these other countries, they don't have the diseases. They don't have the sickness. They don't have all uh, the stress we have. One thing that really caught my attention being down there in Dr. Sabi's village in Honduras. And we was in one of the poorest places, which is called um, Sambo Creek. It's in La Ceiba. It's crazy because it's black people look just like you and I. Mm. They just speak Spanish. They look just, they blacker than me and you, blacker. And they speak nothing but Spanish. But the thing about it is, one thing that caught my attention was they didn't have a lot of money. Um, they didn't have a lot of resources. But they was much more healthier and happier than we are here in America. And we have much more than what they have down there. That really caught my attention. Not only that, when I was stationed in Germany, um, I'll never forget, I was probably about 19, 20 years old. You will see 70 and 80 year old men and women walking and riding their bikes. Mm. How often do you see that here in America? Yeah. 70 and 80, and i never forget, I stayed in Columbus, Georgia, and I had a good friend, I need to actually check on her. Uh, she was 78 years old. Right now she's probably about 85, I think. 
But she would get up every morning and she would walk four to six miles with no problem. And she would outwalk most people. She didn't walk slow. She walked fast. Mm-hmm. And she was, once again, she was from, um, I think, Korea. I want to say Korea. And I say all that because if you look at the other countries that's outside of America, they're much more healthier. They don't have these issues. They don't have these problems. Yeah. They believe in the herbs. They believe in the stuff that you're talking about in regards to breathing. So that goes back to, as you stated, Zen, we've got to do research. And you got to look at other things and just kind of get outside yourself and get outside your bubble sometimes. I agree. You know, I was listening to this book um, and it was talking about why Oriental cultures are so healthy. And it was saying, um, one, they, they do gentle movements like Tai Chi. You know, they do these gentle movements where they're constantly moving their bodies. So they keep all of their their limbs and stuff lubricated. And. It was also talking about different teas that they drink. Yes. Yes. Tea, you know, all these different teas that they drink. What is tea? It's a plant, you know what I'm saying, that has all these, what they call phytochemicals, and it releases it into the water, you know, and then they drink this, and they're basically absorbing all of these natural nutrients into their bodies. And so it was just talking about some of the things that they eat and they drink that makes them so healthy, you know, so it, it matters what we put into our bodies. It matters what we put on our skin. Like you were showing us, you know, lavender, rosemary, you know, all those different things that you were talking about. Those are just such powerful um, healers for the body, you know. And so it's, it's great that you have products that are incorporating not just the CBD, but just all kinds of herbs into them so that you can get the benefits of many, many different right. things. Right. Yeah. Uh, can I share something with you? Did, did you see my post um, when I was talking about the Korean spa? No, I didn't see it. You know we got a Korean spa here, right? Oh, no, I didn't know that. Oh, my God. And, and it came to my mind when you talked about the Oriental. But anyway, my girl and I, we went to a Korean spa last Friday. Mm-hmm. Uh, matter of fact, uh, Brother Kalaji had mentioned it to me, and we mentioned it. I said, hold up, we got one here? And I was in Vegas. Someone, uh, a lady was telling me, when you get back to Houston, you got to go to a Korean spa. So we started looking for a Korean spa because of COVID. Kind of fell by the wayside. And somebody mentioned to me. So we went there. Let me tell you something about it, Zan. We went there at like 11 o'clock on a Friday. Actually, it was exactly a week ago. Hmm. We didn't leave that place until 7 o'clock that evening. Oh, wow. Now, the benefit of it, it goes back to what you was talking about. You got the Different pools, such as one of the pools is 108 degrees temperature with herbs in it. Another one's 101 degrees. Another one is 68 degrees. And you pretty much plunge your body into the water for about three to four minutes, get out and plunge your body in the other water. And then they got the hot sauna. Then they got the steam room. Outside of that, they got a whole nother area that has um, massage chairs, a football, um, a topaz room, which gets up to about, I think, 200 degrees. Woo! Yes. Then they got a, one of my favorites, and I fell asleep in two of the rooms, the Himalayan salt room. Oh, wow. Hmm. You actually can go to sleep, and there's nothing but Himalayan salt. The heat is probably about 100 and, say, about 30 degrees. Then they had the um, um, clay, the, the clay wax room. Hmm. Then they got the oxygen room, hmm. where you can actually breathe 100% oxygen. So I'm saying all this to say this. It goes back to what Zen was talking about with just the Oriental living. A lot of these other cultures in other countries, they take care of themselves, they take care of their bodies, and they can live longer. And they don't have all these health issues that we have. Here in America, and my background is healthcare. 
here in America, everything is about creating a problem and coming up with a solution. Mm. And a solution is not really a solution. Mm. It's more of a treatment. And when you look at the treatment, the definition of treatment is nothing. You're just pretty much treating. It's almost like doing math. You're applying an application, but it depends how far you want to solve that problem if you go solve it. Here in America, it's not about solving it. It's about just treating and keeping you going. But we don't mm. want to get you 100% better. Mm -hmm. So that goes back to the natural healing. But I, I had to share that story because that Korean spa, if you haven't been to it, you have to go to it. Okay. And I'm going to put that on my list of things to do, definitely. Well, I mean, I have loved these. Are there any other products that you want to talk about while you're here, you know, that you have? Yes, I got the CBD tincture. Now, people ask me, what is the tincture? What is the tincture? The tincture is nothing but a sublingual drop. Okay. When it comes to medicine, and once again, I'm not a doctor, I got. 20 years in healthcare, worked several level two emergency rooms, treated several people, patients and all that. Um, got burnt out after coming back from Iraq. So I'm all about helping people. But as far as hands on, I don't do it no more. But I know a little bit about medicine. OK, so when it comes to the human body, it's all about taking care of the inside. So you can take care of something on the outside, but it's still got something on the inside that needs to take care of it. So that's where these drops coming at. And the good thing about these drops is it's pesticide free. It's 100 percent natural. It's not psychoactive. But it also helps with things such as your sleep, stress, anxiety. Um, it's a mood enhancer. And if you have pain or chronic pain, it's going to help with inflammation. And that's where the salve comes in that. Now you're working the inside of your body. Now you put the salve on the top of your body, which is a topical. And now you can diminish or pretty much decrease that inflammation you got. So you always want something for the inside and outside of the body. And if you think about it, when you go to the doctor, if you sprain your ankle, what's the first thing they tell you to do? Well, probably get off of it and then take some aspirin or some something to, to bring down the inflammation. And what's going to bring down the inflammation outside of the aspirin? Probably ice it down. There you go. Yeah. There you go. So you got an inside, which is the Tylenol, she stated, and then you got the outside, which is the ice. Mm -hmm. So everything got a combination in and out. Um, also, I don't have another product, but we have Dr. Sabies. Well, I ain't going to say Dr. Sabies, but it's from Dr. Sabies, Count the Patana Oil. Uh, me and my girl, we brought back a lot of patana oil. That's what I use for my hair. That's what I use for my skin. And the patana oil is none, but it's oil from a uh, um, a plant. They call it a, it's a plant. I can't remember the name of the plant, but it's a patana plant. It's nothing but a palm oil. But it has so many benefits, so many. Um, um, when I say benefits, you can use it once again as for a moisturizer. I can use it for a styling gel, but I usually use it for a moisturizer, and sometimes I use it as a hot oil treatment. But it comes from the from the botanical plant, and it's all natural. Um, and then the, usually the three things I sell most. A lot of people love the gummies. If you go to the website www.houston with a s houstoncbd.com, we have all the products on there. We also have products I need to get it on there for dogs. We got CBD for dogs, and I yet to add that on there as well. And um, also with the real man talk you know we're doing coaching and mentoring um that website should be up soon which is the realmantalk.com and um with the real man talk we i developed that platform it's crazy zen because um uh, it was by accident actually that i developed the real man talk um i have a lot of friends male friends that single parents mm. i was a single parent once upon a time and because of that i have a lot of guys that was calling me for advice or calling me just to vent and I was telling man, you're not the only one going through this. There's a lot of other guys going through the same thing. So because of that, we end up forming the real men talk. Mm -hmm. So we can come there and talk about different things. Well, on the show, we realized there was other things that the men needed. They needed to fix their credit. 
they need to get their estate in order. They actually needed some mental health and coaching. So because that, we end up incorporating a, a whole heap of services for 2021 that helped them. But um, one thing that helped with the real man talk, it also helped us to understand the queens much better. Mm-hmm. So we end up coming up with a, another segment on the real man talk called the king and queen talk. And um, it's very beneficial because whenever we get the men and women, black man and black woman together, and we start talking about things. It's just so many ideas come together and some of those barriers are able to be let down. So uh, that's how that real man talk came about. Well, I want to uh, suggest you something. You know, um, I created a product. I actually don't have it right here. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get it real quick. Uh, let's see. I should have one. You know what? I'll have to just send it to you. I'll send you the pictures because I think I have it in the other room. Okay. But. I actually created a goal setting package. So this is something that you might want to, you know, incorporate with your real men talk. Okay. So it's a workbook and it has 16 different concepts. So each page is a different concept. So like the first page is abundance. And Mm -hmm. so it has food for thought in there. It has journal prompts. It has um, affirmations on some of the pages, but it also has a place for you to put a song, um, a book and it has places for you to put pictures. So for my abundance page, I put um, Langston Hughes. Okay. Because he was the first black writer to make a living at his writing, you know? Yeah. And I also put him because he was an abundant writer. He created so many poems and plays and essays. We still use them today. I mean, he has a plethora of work. So he wasn't just able to financially support himself, but wow. he left the legacy behind that the culture has benefited from. And so to me, that's true abundance when you leave a legacy. I also put Oprah Winfrey. So it has a place for you to put an ancestor and also a contemporary, you know? Wow. And, and then at the bottom, um, basically it asks you to like, for example, come, come up with a kernel memory or come up with a picture. A kernel memory is something where you really felt like, let's say abundance. You felt abundant in that moment. You felt like you had more than enough. You felt like you were, you know, you were connected with everything you needed to be connected with. You just felt that because what I believe in what science says is that if you can take yourself back in your mind to a place where you actually did something, it gives you more motivation and more confidence that you can do it again. And also, if you are able to go back to that place in your mind and figure out how you did it, what you actually did, and journal that out, like the steps that you use, you can recreate it. And so um, through this process, like I said, you take There's 16 different pages, 16 different topics. You're basically going to decide how you want to do it once a week, once a month, whatever. You could even use it in your in your in your meetings. You know what I'm saying? Where you guys are working on it together. Right. I am also putting on my page. I'm as as I finish a page, I'm putting it up. I'm doing a live like I just did a 15 minute live on my abundance page. I'll actually share that with you. Okay, please. Um, Yeah. And then. Like today, what I'm going to put up, I was listening to the, I was listening to Pandora at work. Okay. And the next page is access. What are you giving access to in your life? You know, 
It has questions about inventory of your life. Where are you spending your time? Where are you spending your money? You know, that kind of thing. Um, and then what are you allowing to access your energy and all that? So I was at work and I heard that song, Don't Worry About a Thing, because every little thing is going to be all right. Yeah. We all know that song, right? And um, I was listening to Bob Marley, you know, Don't Worry About a Thing, you know, that song. And I was thinking to myself, I was like, this is going to be the song. There you go. This is going to be the song for my access page because I have decided, I decided this maybe about a year ago, that I was not going to worry. It's not going to do it because there's no point in worrying. Worrying, number one, when you worry, is normally something that doesn't happen. Right. And it's normally something that you can't do anything about anyway. You know, because a lot of the stuff that we worry about is out of our control. Like we might worry about the weather. You can't control it. You know, we might worry about something in the future. You can't control the future. You know, so I decided I just wasn't going to worry. I was going to do my best. I was going to make the best decisions I could. I was going to put the rest in the hands of God. Not going to worry. So when I heard that song, I was like, oh, that's going to be my access. I'm going to put that. I'm going to write that down. Because I have decided that worry no longer has access to me. And so every time I hear that song, it's going to remind me of my commitment. So the songs for me, what I, I did a workshop and I told the people, I said, what I want you to do is I want you to create triggers. Every time you hear that song, it has another meaning for you now. Mm-hmm. So every time I hear Bob Marley, it's going to be a reminder. I don't worry anymore. I have, I've moved beyond that. That has, that has no access to my life anymore. And then the same thing with the book or the movie, because you're putting down books and movies in every area. So we have a lot of triggers in our life, but they're bad triggers. Right. They're negative triggers. So I wanted people to start creating positive triggers where they were constantly being triggered in good ways to be reminded of decisions that they made, goals that they have, you know, those kind of things. And so, so that's what the book is. So the packet, and I'll, I'll, like I said, I'll send you a picture of it. It comes in a resealable plastic bag, basically. And it comes with a workbook, a journal. It comes with stickers that you could put by the goals that you accomplish. It comes with a set of tabs. So you can tab the journal for each of the sections, like abundance and all that stuff. And it comes with a bookmark, an inspirational bookmark. So you get all five of those things in this resealable pack for $15. Yeah, you're, you're definitely an educator. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So and then, it, of course, you're making it your own, you know what I'm saying? And then you can work on it, like I said, with a group of people or, you know, individually. So but I will be putting stuff on my page. So this is something that, you know, you might want to have your brothers invest in, do it together. You yes, know, yes. 21 project, you know. Yes, I definitely would check it out. Yeah, that sounds very informative. Awesome. Awesome. Well, I am really glad that you came on today. Thank you for um, bringing me on. (laughs) (laughs) I have definitely enjoyed it. And I've learned a little bit about CBD and I've learned a little bit about, you know, how it can. I did not know that CBD products can have all of these other, you know, herbs mixed with them that makes them even more beneficial to the body. You know, that's a a great thing to learn. And could you tell them again, tell the people again where they can find you and your products? Yes, you can definitely go to Houston's with S, Houston with S, CBD.com. And we have a lot of products on there. 
Also, you can go to um, Houston's Notary with an S if you're looking for any notary services. Matter of fact, I think the class may be on there. That's one thing I was doing for the community. Um, started teaching people ways to make money because I realized when I was part of the LOC after coming back from the Million Man March, the annual Million Man March in 2015, Justice RS, I realized it was a lot of things that we just need in the community. So I said, let me get myself together so I can help the community more. So I created classes showing people how I've been able to make money and sustain. So um, if it's not on the website, you can just reach out to me because the class is, I got it up. I just need to publish it. I show people actually how to start your own CBD business. So that's another class I got. And I'm about to publish another class to get our people into the stock market. I just did a class today teaching a person how to get in the stock market. So yeah, Houston CBD, um, Houston's Notary, and probably tomorrow, if not next week, the realmantalk.com will be up and running. Awesome. Awesome. Well, I want to thank you for joining us on Zenergy. And I am Zenashe, Z-E-N-A-S-E. So people that are listening, oh, you're welcome. You can find me on Facebook as Zenashe, Zenashe Poetry, also Zenergy, Z-E-N-N-U-R-G-Y. And you can find me on laughsandlyrics.com. You look at all the past episodes, um, laughsandlyricsmerch.com. So you can find me on all those spots. And I want to thank you guys for joining us. We ended up talking about Breaking Bad Habits more than <laughs> change the title of this to Breaking Bad Habits. I, hopefully we reach the people with it because that's what it's all yeah, about. But definitely. thank you so much for really bringing me on your platform. I greatly appreciate it. Oh, yeah. So thank you guys for joining us and may you walk in Zenergy. My name is Zena Shea and I have a weekly podcast called Zenergy, which is fuel for the mind, body, and soul. And this is the Zenergize Your Life Goal Setting Package, Volume 1. It comes with the workbook, a journal, stickers, a bookmark, tabs, and a QR code where you can find my podcast. And inside this workbook, you're going to have 16 different principles. The first one I'm going to show you mine is abundance. You have a place to put pictures that inspire you of role models, also pictures of goals that you want to create, goals, journal prompts, meditations, affirmations, all kinds of things to help you focus on this principle to better your life. And like I said, there's 16 principles. So this is a $15 package that comes with all of these things I've shown you, $21 with shipping and handling, and you can get it at laughsandlyrics.com. So Zenergize your life with me. Thank you.